Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, that escalated quickly. Welcome to the program, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. I tuned in. I didn't expect too much last night. I thought, all right, I got a bad Bears team on the road against the Patriots. Probably not going to have a lot of scoring here. And then all of a sudden, we had some drama. Coming into last night, there was a lot of drama around who was going to be starting for the Patriots. And... You know, they invested in Mac Jones, first-round draft pick. He was a Pro Bowl alternate last year. They made the playoffs. But then he gets injured. Bailey Zappi comes in. Patriots win two in a row, granted, against the Browns and the Lions. But they did win, and he played pretty well. So then you have Mac Jones struggling a little bit, gets benched. The crowd, the home crowd, loved it. Big ovation there. And Zappi comes in, led him to a couple of scores, and then that was pretty much it. And I don't know if it's officially a quarterback controversy. Bill Belichick would never say that or acknowledge that. But he's going to be talking to the media this morning, and he's going to have to answer the following question. Who's your quarterback against the Jets? Because normally he's going to go, we're on to the Jets. Yeah, we're on to the Jets too, Coach. Uh, Who gets first team reps in practice, Coach? But the remainder of the season sets up to be pretty interesting here when you start to factor this in. Here is the Patriots head coach if uh, he has a platoon system as they move forward. Do you see a situation where you might go one quarterback one week and one the next and have kind of a platoon situation? Or are you going to start one quarterback each week? Yeah. No, I don't see that. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was also asked about uh, playing two quarterbacks. At what point in the week did, did these guys know at the beginning of the week that this was the plan all week long, or like how did it work out with reps at practice? We went through the week. So they were aware of the situation that they were going to split reps? We went through the week of practice. Mac was inactive last week. Okay, it sounds like it was a plan. Then 
Both quarterbacks were aware of what was going on. Um, here's Mac Jones, the Patriots quarterback, on if he knew the plan. Coach Belichick you know, had a really good plan for us, and obviously that's kind of internal stuff, but I understood the plan and, and what was going to happen, and you know, obviously wish we got off to a better start and, and I played a little bit better, but I'll have a chance to you know, practice and get back into my routine. Okay, you get pulled before halftime. Even the Mannings on the Manning cast were like, that's pretty early here. And this is Mac Jones coming back. I didn't know if Bailey Zappi was going to start. I thought, okay, maybe he's earned the right. Plus, you got Mac Jones coming back from a tender ankle. Here is Bailey Zappi if he knew there was going to be a platoon system. Did you know that both quarterbacks were going to play tonight? Uh, you know, I prepared like I was, like I have every other week. And if that decision was made for me to go in, then I was going to go out there and, you know, do the best for my team. <laughs> That's a veteran. That's the Patriot way right there. Hey, we ask you a question. Oh, you didn't really answer it. You uh, just told us that uh, you were just getting prepared. Whatever happened. That doesn't sound like, uh, yeah, I knew that there was a really good chance that I was going to be playing. Or you could have said, that's why I was preparing to play all week long. Because I thought there's a chance that coach would be using two quarterbacks there. Yes, Marv. I feel like everyone that plays for the Patriots, they look like Kyler Murray when he was looking at his dad when he was on the show. Like, hey, can you tell us about the two quarterback plan? Um, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Uh, we'll talk to Tom Curran, who covers the Patriots. He'll join us coming up a little bit. Ross Tucker, our good buddy from CBS, will stop by as well. So we have that story. Um, you know, lost in all of this is the Bears actually played pretty well. The Bears scored 23 unanswered points to beat the Patriots. And you start to look at these games, and, and this is why I don't gamble. If I would have said to you, you know, the Patriots are going to lose big at home, and the Bears are going to score points, and they're going to go over. The over-under is going to be over, and the Bears winning. You run for 243 yards. And Justin Fields, I don't know if, if, if it's fair to try to assess how good he is. And, and it's difficult to do this when you have these quarterbacks taken in the top 10. They go to bad teams. And I, I still don't know how good Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, Davis Mills might be the best quarterback right now out of this uh, draft. If you look at the numbers, I don't know about Zach Wilson. I've watched. There are times when I go, uh, he's got a couple of guys who can bail him out. But for the most part, Justin Fields, I don't know if he sees himself as a Lamar Jackson type, and he might, because it feels like he's a, a you know a more dangerous runner than he is a passer right now. But in fairness to him, they do have a running attack. They don't have a lot of weapons there as far as passing. But if you're in New England and you're at home and you don't beat the Bears, I don't care who's... Steve Grogan might be 75 years of age, and he could probably have guided the team to a victory there. I like that reference. Thank you, Todd. Nicely done. Yes, thank you. <laughs> In case you're wondering, Bill Belichick, winning percentage with Tom Brady is 774. Winning percentage without anyone else at starting quarterback, 471. Woo! Ow! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! 
Chat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Big news tomorrow. You'll get the news first if you sign up for the newsletter. I promise. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not uh, a hype guy. Uh, no hyperbole with this. Big news tomorrow. And we'll announce it on the newsletter that comes out at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to danpatrick.com. Put your email address in there. Slides out bottom right corner. You're good to go. You'll get it every single day. M-Drive supplements for driven guys supporting healthy testosterone. The drive to get things done. M-Drive. Try it, try it for $5. A two-week trial. Text Dan to 55,000-55000. Feel good. Accomplish more. Message and data rates may apply. All right, Seton, got a poll question. By the way, we say good morning. Our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, those watching on Peacock, that's our streaming partner, and those chatting on chat row, operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. All right, Seton O'Connor. All right, this one's a little narrow, but relevant. And so are we. How many starting quarterbacks do the Patriots currently have? Zero. One, two, or zero. <laughs> it feels like zero right now. I don't know how healthy Mac Jones is, and I don't know what that would be like if you're in your home uh, ballpark and the crowd is going crazy for your replacement. So I don't know how that that has to crush you. And then they have this shot of Bailey Zappi singing along with the Fountains of Wayne. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Good sign, I think. Yeah, it's playing on the loudspeaker there, and he's just kind of on the sidelines, singing along with it. The catchy song. It is. It is. Yes, Don. I'll take that over my quarterback looking like a deer in the headlights, seeing ghosts or something, and like, oh my God, I hope they don't play me. Okay. So do the Patriots have one, two, or zero quarterbacks? You're on the record as zero. Um, until Belichick says, "I this is my starting quarterback, then I don't know if you have a starting quarterback. Feels like both can be starting quarterbacks. You think they're both good enough to be starting yes, quarterbacks? Yes, I said this two weeks ago that I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey Zappi uh, would beat out Mac Jones for this. And I, that doesn't mean he's, a, you know, a, a starting quarterback. He might be the best of the quarterbacks that they have right there. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Colts, they've done it again. Brought in somebody maybe a year or two late, and now all of a sudden there's another quarterbacking change. Matt Ryan, he's got a sore shoulder. I like how they say, hey, this has nothing to do with Matt. Well, yes, it does, because you benched him. Here is Frank Reich, the Colts head coach with the decision to bench Matt Ryan. We are going to make a significant change uh, to the starting lineup. We are going to elevate Sam to be the starting quarterback. Extremely difficult decision, obviously, given the respect and admiration that we have for Matt Ryan and, you know, what he's done and what he's brought here. You know, he is a pro's pro. This guy is, this guy is special, special, special. And, you know, we all we know, right, at the quarterback position that it's not – our poor production on offense is not on one person. It's not on Matt Ryan. But we also know, as Matt and I talked it through, hey, as head coach and quarterback, as head coach, ultimately it doesn't matter. I'm judged on wins and losses. Why not downplay this a little bit? Sam Ellinger is going to be the starting quarterback the rest of the season. 
Not, we're going to see how, we're going to monitor Matt. He's got to get healthier. Sam's going to be in there. Is Sam your future? And if Sam's your future, then just say it. Because Sam was already there. You brought in Matt Ryan. You were expected, the over-under, I think, for the Colts was at least 10 wins this year. Might be 11. Now it's down to seven. You were a dark horse Super Bowl team. Running attack, and granted, Jonathan Taylor's been injured, but you have receivers, you got offensive line, you have some playmakers on defense. This has been a massive disappointment here. But you're only one game out of first. And I don't think Sam has thrown a pass in the NFL. I remember watching him at Texas, and he can be all over the map. He's, he's exciting, but you're putting him in there. If you say he's your future, then okay, I understand that. It, it, it was just it was a disservice to Matt Ryan. Hey, it's not on him. He's a classy, classy guy, but we're going to bench him for the rest of the year. The rest of the year? What if Sam is not any good? It goes back to the curse of Andrew Luck, right? <laughs> Is that him at home right now? <laughs> Do you think that when the kids go over to trick or treat at Andrew Luck's house, you know, instead of like you press the doorbell and it goes, <laughs> it would be just a <laughs> oh, big bars, big bars. Yeah. Kids would be running. Oh, come on, did you Full hear that? Size Snickers. Oh. Yes, Todd. And are you egging the Andrew Luck? Oh, are you, okay. Are you throwing TP all over the trees there? Okay. Let him know how you feel. Look at what's happened since he left. You know, you, you brought in a couple of quarterbacks. You know, Philip Rivers was washed. Carson Wentz maybe washed more mentally than physically, but we've seen he's not the answer in Washington. Jacoby Brissett. Come on down, play a little while while we try to figure out what we're going to do. Matt Ryan's available. And now you're at with uh, Sam Ellinger. Yes, Tony. Isn't Matt the guy that was just on the show exactly yes, one week ago yes, and everything was. was fine and we won and yay, let's go. Here we go now. They were back. It's like, all right, we figured it out. We're going into that game against the Titans. This is a big showdown here. And then all of a sudden it's like, um, Matt Ryan, maybe the career's over. Yeah, Paulie. Four years ago, the Colts were ten and six. They made the playoffs. They were heading to the 2019 season as one of the favorites in the AFC to advance deep into playoffs. Their offense, uh, the last year under uh, Andrew Luck, was fifth ranked offense in the NFL. And since then, you know what's happened. Oh boy! All right, uh, what else do we have poll question wise there, Seaton? Well, I'm formulating a. Uh, oh, here's one. Here's one. Uh, who would you buy stock in right now? This is off of last night's game. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Justin Fields. I'd buy stock in Justin Fields. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Feels like, Fields like, ah, 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 <laughs> he, ah. he has more of an upside. More upside. You know, the Patriots drafted Mac Jones. And, and let's go back to when the draft was happening, leading up to the draft. Oh, could the Niners take Mac Jones? He's the most NFL ready. All right, maybe maybe he was, maybe he is. He did have a very good rookie season, made the Pro Bowl, and then you started to hear a little bit of this, you know, Mac Jones is feeling his oats here, asking why, why this, why that. Now, I could see that two different ways, like you're questioning Belichick or, hey, I want to understand this better. 
then I'm asking these questions. Then all of a sudden you start to hear, all right, maybe there's uh, you know some in-house sentiment for Bailey Zappi. And here we are. Uh, Justin Fields, though, I'd like to see if, if they get better offensively. They do have a good running game, but I'd like to see if he's, he's an NFL passer. And, and by that, I mean, can you complete 65% of your passes? That's usually what you find now. Used to be if you completed, you know, over 50% or 60%, you're like, wow, all right, you're an accurate passer. Steve Young ruined all that. Didn't Steve Young throw for, he completed 70% of his passes? And he was a good runner there. Not fair. But I do like, I like Justin Fields. I just want him to get rid of the football. Avoid some hits. Get rid of the football. And I don't play the position, but I listen to the people who did play the position. And Eli and Peyton were both, get rid of the football. This happens when you're young, when you're inexperienced, and you think you can make a play. Some of the greatest quarterbacks in history know I can't make a play. Throw it in the dirt. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk to Ross Tucker. So we have what the Bears did to the Patriots. Mac Jones polled for Bailey Zappi. The Colts are benching Matt Ryan. And you have two officials who ask for an autograph from Mike Evans. And they were working the game that Mike Evans was playing in. Big deal, little deal, no deal. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. 
you know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We'll settle on a poll question. Your phone call is always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Colts announced that Sam Ellinger will start a quarterback for the rest of the season. He's the seventh quarterback to start a game for the Colts since Frank Reich became the team's head coach in 2018. Only the Commanders, Panthers, Broncos, and Dolphins have had more quarterbacks over that span. All right. Uh, got our play of the day. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Always great to see the smiling face. Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of the Ross Tucker football podcast, the former NFL offensive lineman joining us on the program. Ross, it's good to see you. There was a play last night with Mac Jones when he was sliding and he got to the ground and then he lifted his leg up, his foot up, right into the groin area of one of the Chicago Bears defensive backs, uh, Brisker, uh, hit him in the brisket. And I was wondering, did that feel intentional to you? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yes, I did see that. By the way, that should be an automatic penalty, right? I mean, there's no reason for the quarterback's foot to be that high i understand maybe protecting yourself a little bit but doesn't it be that high that it gets to the nether regions of a jumping defensive back like jaquan brisker i don't know that he intentionally tried to hit him where nobody should ever hit anyone ever but um he definitely had the foot up on purpose dan i mean he definitely was foot up 
to, I think, protect himself and not have the guy come at him. I don't know if he was really trying to kick him in the nads or not. Do you think Belichick had a plan to start or play both quarterbacks last night? Well, I think I believe he told them that. And I believe, you know, because Schefter even reported it like right before kick. Well, he kind of hedged it a little bit. He said, I could see it. Now, I don't know if that's code for I'm being told, but I can't say I'm being told this. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, Dan, if Mac Jones was playing great, I don't think they're pulling him unless they have such a big lead that they can put Zappy in. So that sounds great to say we're going to play them both. But I don't think he really would have done that if Mac Jones came out and was lighting the world on fire. They had two three and outs and a terrible interception by Mac Jones. That's why they made the swap. And remember, Belichick told Lisa Salters at halftime that they were both going to play in the second half, and then it was just zappy the whole second half. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it, who starts against the Jets. Probably Mac Jones. Who would but, you start? Well, that's a good question. I would still start Mac Jones. You know, if you start Zappy, boy, when do you go back to Mac Jones? Only if Zappy falters at that point? I mean, it's really interesting to me how quickly we forget what Mac Jones did last year. I mean, he was thought of as far and away as being the best of the rookie quarterbacks. He led the Patriots to the playoffs, double-digit wins after the disaster that was the 2020 season with Cam Newton. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable how fast we all forget that. Patriots fans, I mean, Patriots fans, Dan, right from the start, were chanting for Zappy. I will say this, though. <laughs> Unlike any other coach I played for, Dan, Belichick likes this. You know, like other places I was, they would want you to be comfortable. They, they wouldn't want the quarterbacks looking over their shoulder. Belichick doesn't look at it that way. Belichick likes when guys are on edge. Belichick likes when guys think that their jobs are in jeopardy. He wants you to have, he wants that tension. He believes that that makes everybody work harder, prepare harder, cream of the crop, right? Whatever you want to call it, right? He thinks that that's healthy. He likes, I, I really believe he likes that both these guys are on edge now about their job. Okay, but at that position, I don't want my quarterback on edge or my quarterbacks on edge. I need you to be worried about the Jets. You know, if I want to play games with a defensive lineman or a defensive back, okay, I can do that to Malcolm Butler. I can't do that to my quarterback, especially young quarterbacks who probably are going in, you know, lacking the confidence that you want or that you need at that position. But Belichick's done this before. He did it with Bledsoe and Brady. He did it with Ty Law and Lawyer Malloy, Richard Seymour, Cam Newton. You know, he brought him uh, last year, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, you're not our starter. Mac Jones is. I get it, but I think it's a little dangerous when you're trying to figure out who is your quarterback right now. I totally agree with you. I saw where Peyton and Eli said that last night as well. It's tough to play quarterback that way. Plus, that position – is also, no matter how old you are or no matter how much experience you have, it's still a leadership position, and it's tough to have guys at that position looking over their shoulder. I'd be curious to hear what he says. I know for a fact that he likes when the guys at other positions 
are on edge, hmm. feeling insecure. He believes that that's how you get the most out of them. I think it seems like he feels that way about quarterback, too, the way he's handling it. Talking to Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, the former NFL offensive lineman, host of Even Money, a betting podcast, and you can check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. There was footage of two officials asking Mike Evans for an autograph in the tunnel, and they were working the Buccaneers game. Big deal, little deal, no deal. Ironically, Dan, I called the ULM Army game on Saturday, and some member of the media from ULM had three of my football cards and asked me to sign them. First time in <laughs> and since 2008. I've been doing this since 2008. First time anybody in a press box ever asked for my autographs. First time. Like that was that was you're not supposed to do that. I was happy to do it. I was happy that anybody had my cards. Anybody wanted my autograph. <laughs> I, was, I was thrilled. I showed everybody in the booth there. I was like, look, look, I got cards. And this guy out there, he wants me to sign them. I'll do it for him, you know. But no, in all sincerity with way the refs. To, way to make it about you, Ross. I'm trying to find out, does this happen very often? Is this a big deal, little deal, no deal, that two officials ask Mike Evans for an autograph? Yeah, I think it's probably – a medium deal. I'm not taking any of your three options. Mm. I'm going to go between little deal and big deal. It's not a little deal. Well, one of the officials has been doing this for 21 years. He's been an NFL official for 21 years. I'd love to see his memorabilia room if he's been doing it for 21 years. Um, over here, I got Tom Brady. Uh, oh, that's Eli May. Uh, ben Roethlisberger over here. How often does this happen, do you think? I've never heard of it before. Okay. I've never now, now maybe they just weren't asking me. <laughs> but but I I've never heard of it before. I think it's a bad look, Dan, because a player is doing you a favor. It's a horrible look, Ross. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, and, and we have video. We have video. It's video is that's where things change. When somebody goes, "Oh, do you have it on tape?" Uh, yeah, we do. Oh, okay. That changes everything. I think, I think they might get fired. I really do. I mean, I, I think, I think there's a decent chance of that because you can't have any thought in your mind when a call is being made of have any affinity for any player because they did a favor for you. You just can't have that. There's too many judgment calls that can't be, I don't care if it's conscious or subconscious, Dan, that can't be in your brain somewhere when Mike Evans is downfield and it's questionable whether it's pass interference or not. I mean, what does Mike Evans say the next game, that guy's the ref, and he doesn't get a call? Hey, man, I gave you the autograph <laughs> last week for your nephew and you didn't give me the call? Like, it's it's terrible. The only I, I want to know how it went down, too. Like, at what point did he ask him for it? You know, like what point was like, hey, Mike, I got you on the next illegal uh, contact penalty. Can I get an autograph after the game? I mean, it's it's bad. It's a medium deal. I'm not going to go big deal, but it's a medium deal. Yeah, but if you think they could get fired, then it's a big deal. There's only one way out. We got it for a sick kid. That's it. That's the only way that you can go, all right, I guess. I like, Dan, that you're already thinking ahead 
to plausible excuses to try to get out of it. I, I didn't know you had that in you. Dan. I did this growing up. It's like I'm <laughs> I'm in trouble. How do I get out of trouble? What is my story? That's it. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, you know what? Um, I, what the reason why I said it's not a big deal hmm. is because I don't think it affected the game. Right? They they lost twenty one to three. I don't think it affected. A big deal to me would be like if it affected the outcome of the game or there were bad calls that were made. That's why I'm going medium deal with it right now. All right. Trying to figure this out with the Buccaneers and the Packers. You got Buccaneers. They're going to be playing on Thursday night against the Ravens. I I don't know what kind of calms this all down. I, I guess if the Buccaneers win Thursday, that certainly helps. I got the Packers playing your Buffalo Bills on Sunday. This this yeah. could get worse before it gets better. If it does get better, which team has a better chance of making it better sooner? I'll, I'll still say the Bucks because the Packers, first of all, Bakhtiari not playing on Sunday, Dan, huge red flag. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. Huge red flag. They said that there are days that he wakes up that his knee just doesn't feel right. If he talked to me, I would tell him to strongly consider never playing again because that's the only knee he has. Well, he's got two, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and and they moved around the whole offensive line, which isn't good. And the receivers, how much better are they going to get? At least in Tampa, I know what Godwin is. I know what Mike Evans is. The offensive line might get better as they get a little bit more time together. I think they're better defensively. But honestly, I think it's a bad look for both teams. I think they're both where they deserve to be. And I think the quarterbacks deserve blame. You know, it it, it bothers me. Both of them bother me, Dan. I mean, number one, Aaron Rodgers is saying, we just need to simplify things a little bit. In October? Well, maybe if you were at OTAs in May – and didn't miss out on the 15 practice options, the 10 OTAs and the minicamp, and we're working with the rookies and the new receivers, maybe you would have figured that out months ago. Instead, Aaron Rodgers, they lose the game. He's like, maybe this was the best thing for us. I mean, he's like, he's totally changed. He, he look, he's, like, he's like the dude from Days and Confused now on in that movie. Meanwhile, for Brady, you know, Dan, this is this is sad for me with Brady. Because I played with him parts of 05 and 06, ton of respect for him. He, if he would have just stayed retired, it would have been like the, like the perfect career. Yeah. And this year, with the off-the-field stuff, missing training camp for 10 days, you know, yelling at the way they're playing. I mean, look, he's still Tom Brady, but it's just taken a little bit of the shine off of what was almost like the perfect career. The good news for him and both of them, they, they have 10 games. I mean, there's a lot of football left. And by the way, especially for Brady, Dan, their division stinks. I mean, they're still going to win the NFC South. So all that really matters for Brady is that they're playing well enough in late December and January so that when they win the NFC South at like 9 and 8 or whatever it is, they can maybe go on a playoff run. Brady ever yell at you? No, I wasn't. I, I wasn't there enough for him to yell at me. To be honest with you, I, I didn't play enough. The only thing he ever said to me really 
was in the huddle when I was at center, like in the training camp or in OTAs. I, I think I've told you this before, Dan, never play with anybody. Oh, he did yell at me. He did <laughs> yell at me. I told you about this. So on the field, the only thing he ever said to me was like, all right, Ross, me and you, great snap first. Great. This is like in May. The one time he yelled at me <laughs> was when it was the Friday night that Talladega Knights came out during training camp. We had the next two days off because Belichick went to the Hall of Fame to see Harry Carson inducted. So before we went to Talladega Nights, we ate at this barbecue joint right near Gillette Stadium. And when I went to go pay my tab, he came over like the psychopath that he is. And I mean that as a compliment. It was like, Ross, I got it. I got it. I'm like, Tom, it's like $13. I'll pay for it. He's like, no, I got it. I'm paying. I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was the one time Tom Brady yelled at me. And you've never recovered from that where he was going to pick up your check. You know what? You know what? I think I told you this before, but real quick, when they signed me the year before, we all went out one night and the guys were asking me about Buffalo. And I was telling them how generous Bledsoe was. Bledsoe would always pay the tab. Bledsoe's Christmas gifts were amazing. Brady was like further down the table. But you ever like look at someone and you know they're not looking down, but you kind of think they're listening? In my head, and maybe I'm making this up, in my head, Brady remembered what I said about Bledsoe. And when we went out that one night, he was determined that Bledsoe was not going to have a one-up on him, and he was going to pay my $13 tab for the ribs or whatever I had at that barbecue joint. I, I, you'll never convince me otherwise. might not be true, but that's my story. I'm sticking with it. But you went out with the beer-drinking Brady. Be before, Same night. Before Same night. he started you know, the health kick with you know kale and all the avocado ice cream, you, you went out with Brady when he was drinking beer. All three of those things happened on the same night. It was Brady against three rookie O-linemen. He crushed them, crushed the cup, slammed it like a Gronk spike, <laughs> like as intense anybody I've ever seen. Then we're about to leave to go to the movie, and he pays my barbecue bill tab. Then we go to the movie theater. Dan, it was opening night of your boy Will Ferrell's Talladega Nights. I think the movie started at 9. We got there like at 9.20. They didn't start the movie. They waited for us because Matt Light had called ahead of them. We had three rows totally blocked off, but I think they might have kept selling the tickets because they didn't know the rows were blocked. So there are people like standing. People are like standing in the back of the movie theater. We come rolling in. That was after the Patriots had won like three Super Bowls in four years. We sit down. Brady and Castle are right in front of me, right in front of me, and the people right in front of them – it's pitch dark. There, I think, I think it's Brady. Like getting that close. Like I think it's Brady, and he didn't move. He just had his hat down like this, didn't move. And then the movie started, and they like escorted him out. That was like my one of two nights I did anything, maybe three nights, anything social with Brady, and I got three awesome stories out of it. Good to talk to you as always. Have a great See weekend. You, Thank you, buddy. All right. Take always care. appreciate Ross Tucker. <laughs> He's always got a story. Always. He did yell at me. Yeah. CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of Ross Tucker Football Podcast. All right, we'll take a break. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Tom Kern, Patriots Insider, NBC Sports Boston. 
Was the plan to play two quarterbacks last night, Tom Kerr? Yes. Yes, I fully believe that was the plan and that Bill Belichick and Matt Jones definitely were the two who were most in accord on that, Dan. Okay, tell me why they would play two quarterbacks. I believe that Bill wanted to get the rust knocked off of Mac Jones, see how he performed as he came back from his four-week layoff, and if he performed well, leave him out there. But his intention, I think, was to get Bailey Zappi in there as well because he didn't believe that Mac was 100%, which is uncharacteristic for Bill to do. But when I read Mike Florio's reporting on it, saying that Mac really pushed hard to play and Belichick eventually yielded to that, leads me to believe that this was less about a punitive benching for the horrific interception and more about, you know what, he's not really ready. Let's get him out now. Yeah, I wondered if it was going to take game action for him to realize that Mac Jones shouldn't have been out there. That, that was what surprised me. And, you know, it's national TV. If this is a 1 o'clock game on Sunday, it's not as big a deal. Mm-hmm. But it's a big deal because it's a standalone game. You're supposed to beat the Bears. And do you have a quarterback controversy? Yeah, it's a big deal, too, because for the better part of three games, Bailey Zappi had come in and performed in a way that Mac Jones hadn't. The Patriots are now 2-7 and seven in Mac Jones' last nine starts. It's got, I believe it's 10 uh, touchdowns and 11 picks. And Bailey Zappi, the team, is 2-0 and all with him under center. So for him to be serenaded, Mac Jones, by booze mm-hmm. as he's leaving the field – and to hear an uproar for a fourth-round pick from Western Kentucky who has been a nice story when playing from ahead, but he ain't ready. It, it really just turned into a spectacle that didn't seem necessary. And, Dan, it, to me, I mean, we, you know Bill. We've been covering the, the NFL, both of us, for decades. It seems so uncharacteristic, but I really do believe that he was appeasing Mac Jones' request and pressuring him to play and said, okay, we'll get you out there. We'll play you some, but Bailey's going to come in. Ross Tucker, who played for the Patriots uh, back in, uh, well, 15 years ago, he said that Belichick loves to have you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you uncomfortable at the quarterbacking position. As a defensive back or defensive lineman or offensive lineman, okay, I, I, I don't want you to settle in and you know take th- things for granted. Uh, I got two quarterbacks who probably don't know where they stand right now. Yeah, and neither one is coming off what we would call a high at the moment. <laughs> uh, What's confusing about it is Belichick invited this by doing this. And, you know, he's usually got things so buttoned up. So was it also a case of taking the Bears a little bit lightly, which, again, would be an uncharacteristic decision? And it also invites, because you can't treat it like defensive tackle, it invites factions in the locker room. Bailey guy, Mac guy. In my experience in that locker room, talking to the players, listening to Belichick in July, talking about Mac's dramatic improvement and how he was drastically better than last year and he was really good. There isn't a quarterback controversy. Regardless of what we're watching unfold, I believe the Patriots believe Mac Jones is their quarterback of the future until he proves otherwise, which he might be on his way to doing. But it's not a quarterback controversy. They want Mac Jones to succeed. Talking to Tom Curran, the Patriots insider, NBC Sports, Boston. How do you think this plays out? Okay, who's starting against the Jets, in your opinion? Mac Jones. I, you know, and I say that with resignation because 
I rode for two weeks. Well, once Max ready to go, you just sail with him through the end of the year, and it took all of three series for, the, for that to be incorrect, Dan. <clears throat> uh, but I will believe it will be Mac Jones, and you ride with the guy. Is this still a playoff team? They're going to nose around the cusp of the uh, threshold of the brink of it. I had them as an 8-9 and nine team, and they didn't gender a lot of optimism in the last three weeks. Performance in Green Bay, win over Detroit and win over uh, Cleveland, both in you know convincing fashion. But then these nights happen, and you get blown out by probably the 30th best team in the league at home, and you start to look back and go, was that real? Or do the Lions really stink? And are the Packers kind of crappy? And maybe the Browns also stink, and maybe they stink too. So it's that little we go like this. If I put this to a vote with the fans, who would they pick? As of 10 o'clock last night, it would be <laughs> Dr. Zappi. Uh, this morning, I think our little guy turned into a pumpkin. So it's, it's, it's back to Mac until further notice, I would think. But that's what Twitter is for, and I will be sending out a poll shortly. Okay. Great to talk to you, as always. You're a good guy. Thank you, Tom. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.